touchdown, I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield and Garrett Ross. Well, yes, indeed, it's Garrett Ross standing across from me wearing his flat bill LSU cap and his LSU Tiger hoodie as, uh, you know, it's a little chilly, a little chilly. Uh, good afternoon and welcome into the program. This is Game Time. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us here on a Monday afternoon. And I, I don't know if you, if, you know, I know you've been out with COVID and you've been mm-hmm. under the weather and all these kind of things, but LSU didn't make the final championship football game tonight I, I just I, I didn't know if you knew that we're up to speed or, or or where you were on this thing well I'm aware but you know I I, I still got a rep for my team so oh, yeah yeah so you know it you know I'm, I'm gonna you gotta represent even when they're yeah. when they're not representing you know it's you got a conference you got a conference opponent in the matchup right? I got so. you okay so you got a little Alabama and uh, Ohio State coming up tonight now you, and I think you know at, at first I wasn't too jazzed about this game uh, but I, I kind of am now. I kind of am now. I, and, and I know, I, I think after watching the Buckeyes play Clemson, I, did you watch the game? Yeah. Was it just me or did it look like you go back to the Northwestern game mm-hmm. and then you look at the Clemson game. That was not the same football team. It certainly wasn't the same quarterback, but it certainly was. I think across the board, that was – I mean, there was some energy about Ohio mm-hmm. State in that Clemson game that you just didn't see in the other games. Well, I mean, when you go in – even leading into that game, there was the story behind um, Clemson having the, the score – I mean, uh, Ohio State having the score up there all year long, right? So they've been waiting for this. They've been waiting for their redemption. They finally got the opportunity. I think Justin Fields was tired of hearing – about how Trevor Lawrence is the superior quarterback coming out of this, uh, going into the draft. Uh, he had something to prove. I've been really impressed with Trey Sermon. I think he was an excellent addition for them coming over from Oklahoma, uh, just adding that extra element that that to this Buckeyes offense who is full of playmakers. And then when you have receivers like Garrett Wilson and uh, Jackson Nemanja Smith, uh, it, they're, they're a really explosive team. And I think it would kind of be poetic if Ohio State was able to win the national championship tonight with all of the talk leading about – should they even be in the, the college football playoff, right? I mean, we, we were we, – oh, we, I, I we championed that. that argument. Exactly. I mean, and I still do, by the way. I still do. I think it's going to be a fun game, but I still got issues with somebody playing five or six games. I got issues with the conference changing the rules just right. to accommodate right. the, their team. I mean, what's it say to the other team? And of course, the other teams are like, well, there's a payday involved, so let's go ahead and do this deal. But, no, I mean, even with all that said, I, I've still got issues with it. But with all of that said – I, this has the makings to be a good football game tonight. Now, the question I have for Ohio State, you got your motor running against Clemson. Mm-hmm. I mean, more than you did against anybody else this season. Can you turn around and do it again? Can you get your motor running at that level that you had it running for Clemson? Can you do it again, Ohio State? I think it's going to be hard to duplicate because when you look at Ohio State's uh, schedule all year long, I mean, they, they kind of blew people out. But when they were pushed, they struggled, except for the Clemson matchup. Now you have outside factors leading into this game. Uh, Ohio State was dealing with COVID issues. I mean, there was talks about possibly delaying this. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how many players they're going to be missing. I and don't, they I, will get, be missing some yeah. players. There's no question. And you can't make an excuse for that at all. For, for either side of the ball, Alabama can make the excuse of, 
well, is, is Sarkeesian's head going to be in this game, or mm-hmm. is he going to be looking at the recruiting trail and what he's about to build up with Texas? So there's a lot of outside factors, but I think this is going to be a high-scoring matchup and a lot of fun. You're going to put 11, I'm going to put 11, and we're going to go see how it right. all unfolds. So we'll do that. We'll talk a little bit about that coming. Garrett, we've got a full we got a full tilt boogie of guests here on the program. Uh, we're going to talk about a new business uh, that's come, that's in town. We'll do that uh, a little later on. In ju- well, in just a few minutes, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about the uh, Heart of Texas Social Club with Chris Cox. We'll do that in a few minutes. Uh, we'll also we'll also talk to C.J. Lanehart, and, and this is a interesting, interesting story. This the, and, and this is your deal because this is your world. <laughs> but tell me about tell me about C.J. a little bit. Uh, CJ is a he's a dynamic athlete that played for Parkview Christian. Um, he played a little bit of everything over mm-hmm. there for the Pacers, um, and he's got the off opportunity, uh, the rare opportunity to go and play college football, coming out of a six man school. And he's accepted uh, a scholarship to go play at A and M Commerce. He had an opportunity. He held a POW from Baylor, uh, preferred walk on. He had McPherson, um, Aurora out of Colorado that were looking at him as well. And there's a unique tie here because if people familiar with Six Man will know this. You probably will. But remember Jack Pardee, the great legendary coach. He West played Texas. At, yeah, he played at Cristobal. Mm-hmm. His grandson is on the staff and part it was part of uh, recruiting CJ. So really? I think that's just a really cool tie there as well. Well, then he understands exactly. six-man football exactly. and, and what kind of athlete it takes to play the game. Yeah, and CJ's a big kid too, so I'm interested to see where they're going to use him. I, I feel like they're going to use him at tight end. That's what I want to talk to him about as well. But I thought it was just a really unique story, and, and I hope that he's able to take advantage of this opportunity that he's been given. I, I'm curious. Uh, you know, when it, when it comes six-man, 11-man, there's a lot of rule changes. I mean – Obviously, how many players are on the field? Motion, you can have motion towards the line of scrimmage. Uh, you know, there, there's all kinds of rule changes, length of the field, width of the field. There's all kinds. But also, there's a lot of similarities, Garrett. I mean, it's still blocking, tackling, and scoring touchdowns. That's really what it is. And I think with a player like C.J., um, he'll he, make the transition. Exactly. I mean, he, he's a guy who he knows how to block, right? And he, he knows how to catch the ball. And I think that's going to be a, a smoother transition than uh, some guys. Uh, there, there was one that comes to mind as Mitchell Parsley from Kroll. He was a dynamic spread back. Uh, he went and played, I believe, it was at Texas Western. He had a great career out there as quarterback as well. But it, it's harder to make that transition. You know, I think it really depends on your position. But I think CJ, it, his skill set will transition a lot better to um, th- than some people who have attempted this in the past. Well, good. We'll talk to him on the program today. Ben Johnson from the uh, from the FCA will join us, Heart of Texas Federal uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. It wasn't that long ago that Ben had a dream uh, of bringing a, he he knew of a of a victory bowl. He mm-hmm. knew of a, he knew of an all star bowl with with the with a Christian base uh, involved and in. He wanted to do it, and by golly, he got it done. And not only do we have a victory bowl in football, but we've got it in basketball. We got it in baseball. We got it in softball. We have cheerleaders. There's a lot of kiddos that are involved. And you know what? These coaches kind of get in line. They want to be a mm-hmm. part of it. Well, they announced the coaches yesterday, and Ben Johnson's going to join us, and we're going to talk a little bit about the victory bowl. Now, the victory bowl is not till June. I mean, you know, it's it's always in the summer, the 11th and the 12th, I think, of this year. But uh, – 
I promise you, these coaches and these kids that get drafted and, and selected to play in this thing, they're going to be jazzed. This is a great honor, and it's really a cool deal, and it just continues to grow, and we'll talk to Ben about that coming up on the program as well. We mentioned the national championship game. Well, Caroline Rice uh, is going to join us, and uh, she she is from thezone.net, plus she covers – the uh, the conference for the Big Twelve, a uh, Big Ten network. I, I bet I said that ten times during the interview. But from the Big Ten network, so she'll join us and she'll break down the tonight's championship game from Ohio State's uh, perspective. Remember, last week we had a gentleman on talking about the game from Alabama's perspective, Ben Matthews. Well, today we'll have uh, we'll have Caroline uh, Rice on the program, and uh, we'll uh, break down Ohio State and Alabama from the Buckeye perspective. So we got a lot of stuff to get to. Did you watch any Big Twelve basketball this weekend? I watched the first half of TCU and Baylor. I attempt. I watched some of the Texas West Virginia game, uh, but that was about my tuning in to Big 12 basketball this weekend. Wow. So you kind of took the, the, the Saturday off and watched football. I watched huh? a lot of football this weekend. I got you. The Baylor-TCU game was almost like two different basketball games. Yeah, it really was. It was almost like two different basketball. By the way, the Texas game, Texas is 4-0 now in, in Big 12 play after beating West Virginia. Did you see the end of the game? I, I didn't see it. Uh, my, my my intel from this is what you were you oh. and JMO talking earlier, and listen to how that unfolded. And, and you really hate that because if you have a a scenario where you can seal a victory with some free throws and you're just not able to do it, I, I mean that. And if you're a Baylor yeah. fan, you, you you know you're kind of pulling for all West Virginia oh, yeah, there, no doubt. So, uh, yeah, but the Mountaineers miss a pair of free throws. And then Texas takes the ball down the floor, kind of clear things out. Everybody goes chasing the basketball for West Virginia. Guy standing in the corner, mm-hmm. shoots a set shot, basically, and, and, and knocks down a three at the buzz at the buzzer. And Texas gets out of Morgantown with a victory and stays undefeated in the conference. But uh, uh, Baylor defeated TCU over the weekend, 67 of 49. And first of all, when you hold somebody to 49 points, I don't care if it's an inter-squad scrimmage, you played some defense. You played some defense. But I'll also say this, TCU turned the ball over 22 times. 22 turnovers in that basketball game. Baylor just didn't shoot it very well at all, with the exception of Jared Butler. He he was able to go in in the paint mm-hmm. in, in 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 score, but from the perimeter, the Bears struggled. They were one of ten from three point land in the first half. You know that's ten percent. In and this in the second half, they were almost at sixty percent. It was like a totally different game. It's really crazy to see the adjustments that they made. And I think going into that, there was talk about the last time that Baylor went into TCU. They, I, I believe TCU might have beaten them. It was when Baylor was undefeated. It was a few years back. But anyway, um, so they, they know you're going into hostile territory. It's a rivalry game. You, you, and you can't overshadow that. It, it's not something that just sticks with football. It, it's in all sports. So I, I think it was cool to see Baylor make the necessary adjustments at halftime, especially the way that first half ended. Mm-hmm. You you waste a possession right there. And then, and then he they shoots the, it from exactly. 60. Yeah, yeah. It, and, and take a lead. They it, took yes. a lead at the break. A TCU did, 28-27. Then the Bears thump him in the second half 
Uh, they outscore them 40-21. to 21. And, again, TCU continued to turn the ball over, and Baylor started making those threes. They were 5-9 and nine from three-point land in the second half. And Butler continued to uh, – to, I mean, he it didn't matter where he was mm-hmm. standing. And, and some of them – Baylor was shooting some threes from Hillsborough <laughs> and knocking them down. I'm not kidding. I mean, there was some big-time threes made in the second half, and they went at 28 uh, – Jared Butler goes for 28, Macy Oteague for 12, uh, Mitchell had 10, so uh, they get it done, and they're undefeated. And they're getting ready to welcome West Virginia into town when – Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Here we go. Uh, the uh, Baylor men's basketball game against West Virginia tomorrow night has been postponed in accordance with Big 12 Conference men's basketball rules. Uh, and uh, and they'll have to reschedule. So now the Bears get ready for a 3 o'clock Saturday game against the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. And we are being informed that it is West Virginia with the issues and not, and not the Bears. So, uh, you know, if you're Texas, you just left there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to be a little nervous, don't you? You really do. You got to be concerned in that situation. I mean, it, it wouldn't be surprising if, you know, you had a couple of players test positive for Texas. I hope that's not the case. But anytime you're you're in close contact like that, and th- that's what we've talked about all year long, right, is it's going to be so much more difficult to get a basketball season played than football because you have limited numbers that you're literally breathing on each other all up and down the court. Uh, so hopefully that everybody is safe and because – you don't want to see anybody get it, but if you're Texas, you definitely have to be nervous. And the Lady Bears uh, continue. Uh, they're not back in action until Saturday. Their game uh, tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday the 13th, has been postponed. Uh, the Baylor-Kansas game uh, postponed due to uh, BU not meeting the uh, Big 12's roster threshold. So that is three games that the Lady Bears in conference play are going to have to make up. Uh because they've been postponed, and again, the Connecticut game was flat out canceled. So that's four games for the for the Lady Bears that they that they have now missed. And I know they have dates scheduled in there to make these up, but you got to wonder with as many times as we're postponing them, do mm-hmm. you run out? Do you have to make the decision of is this game necessary? Do you push back the conference championship? There's a lot of things we need to keep a, a close eye on because they could ultimately possibly push back March Madness. And see, I don't know how you do that because. With all the conferences, they'd all have to agree. Hey, we've got right. you know they'd all, in in <laughs> they'd all almost have to have issues, and maybe they do. I don't know, but uh, so so Tuesday and Wednesday we were set to have Big Twelve basketball here on on the station as we're, you know with the flagship station for Baylor basketball, both the men and the women. However, we will uh, we will not have basketball tomorrow night nor. Wednesday night, we will have the Baylor Coaches Show on Thursday night, and then we'll have basketball, a doubleheader for you uh, on Saturday with the men and the women back in action. So there you go. All right. Our uh, basketball report today brought to you by Community Bank and Trust, your hometown community bank since 1952, locally owned and independent member FDIC, equal housing lender, and also by Kaleo Wealth Management, Joe Kaleo and staff at Kaleo Wealth Management. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We could see some areas of freezing fog develop overnight and tomorrow morning. Freezing fog is when fog on the ground is touching areas and surfaces that are below 
freezing. So freezing on contact, black ice, slippery spots on bridges and overpasses. Definitely likely early in the morning on Tuesday. We'll drop to 26 degrees. And then as we start the day on Tuesday, watch out again for black ice and that freezing fog across our area. Otherwise, we'll see partly to uh, mostly cloudy skies. 50 degrees the high and then mostly sunny on Wednesday with a high of 57. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The Poker Room inside the Heart of Texas Social Club, where poker means everything. Play Texas Hold'em, Omaha, and more. There are daily tournaments, too. The Hot Social Club, 6500 Woodway Drive, Suite 200. Hey, Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about sealing your roof properly. You want to seal your roof properly to create a waterproof barrier so you don't have leaks in the future. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. Why not start off the new year in a new Ram truck? The Start Something New sales event is in full swing at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. Right now, take $10,000 off MSRP on a new 2021 Ram 1500 Lone Star with 12-inch touchscreen and 20s. Or $7,000 off MSRP on a new Ram 2500 Crew Cab Bighorn. Cameron Autoplex is your Central Texas Truck Authority. So make that short drive and let us prove to you why it's always cheaper and easier in Cameron. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. The Poker Room inside the Heart of Texas Social Club, where poker means everything. Play Texas Hold'em, Omaha, and more. There are daily tournaments, too. The Hot Social Club, 6500 Woodway Drive, Suite 200. 421, 21 after 4. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Game time presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. We, uh, we're glad you're with us here on a Monday afternoon. Snow's starting to melt and uh, nice afternoon here in the heart of Texas. Speaking of the heart of Texas, let's welcome in Chris Cox. 
from the Heart of Texas Social Club. Chris, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, Tom, how are you? Doing terrific. I'm hanging in there. Well, good. We appreciate your time. I know you're busy this time of day. Tell us, for those who don't know, tell us a little bit about the Heart of Texas Social Club and just exactly what it is and what you guys do. Uh, we're a, a membership-only poker club. So we operate just like a, a Vegas card club uh, would operate, except it's on a membership basis, and we make none of the game, if that makes any sense. I understand, yeah. So so th- <clears throat> this is about guys and gals going and just having fun. If, they, if you love, say, Texas Hold'em, I mean, you can get in, in a game, and this is about having fun and enjoying yourself. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Uh, there's a daily membership, a monthly membership, or a yearly membership. And then uh, to play in a tournament, there's an access fee and then the tournament fees. Or if you're going to play in a cash game, we just uh, rent you a chair for $12 an hour and you get after it. So, what, first of all, let's talk about the hours. When do you start and, uh, what, are, and what are your hours of operation? We're still fine-tuning those, mm-hmm. but I, but we are open every day, 4 p.m., and sometimes it goes till 4, 5, 6 in the morning. Wow. So, so there's, no, there's no end time. When the last game breaks up, then we'll shut it down. When it's done, it's done. It's done. Yeah, I, I got you. So where are you located, Chris? Uh, we're in that new strip center right there by the Campley's Restaurant. The new Italian restaurant? Absolutely. At the old Mr. B's, Cody's, d- d- depending on how old you are, <laughs> uh, you know. <clears throat> and we're the upstairs part. We're the old VIP of the uh, of the old club from back in the day. Are and you really? Really, the only thing left is the fireplace. We kept the fireplace, and everything else is brand new. Oh, I bet that is neat to see. So, uh, we, we I mentioned Texas. Hold them. What all, what all games are, are offered uh, – on a, on a daily and, and nightly basis, it, it, it's mainly Texas Hold'em. Uh, every once in a while, we'll throw in a, a, a Omaha. Uh, those are really the only games you can you can play in this environment. Can't play can't play blackjack. Can't play uh, games of chance like that. So it's mainly No Limit Hold'em and Omaha. So, so Chris, if I wanted to get some more information, maybe want to just come out and look and, and just kind of do a little investigating, can I call you? Can I come see you? How do I, how do I reach out and, and figure out whether this is for me? Well, you know, that, that's one, one problem with uh, society today is there's so many ways to reach us. But, of course, you can always go to hotsocialclub.com. There's a calendar on there. We're on all the social medias by the same name. Uh, it'll pop right up there. And then also we have a text service uh, that once you become a member, you get a text every day telling you what games are going on and that kind of stuff. But Waco uh, is, is kind of a, a fun market for stuff like this. There hasn't been one in town for a while. They're big in Austin and Houston and, and Dallas, and we thought Waco needed one. So here you go, Waco. There you go. Hey, th- it sounds like fun. It sounds exciting. We wish you the very best. And, again, uh, is there a phone number that you could throw out there for us? Sure, 254-296-1260. Two, say it one more time. I'm jotting this down myself. 
1260. Hey, Chris, thank you. Uh, we appreciate your time. Wish you the very best and, and, and really look forward to seeing how this thing unfolds over the next uh, several days, weeks, and months. Well, we appreciate it, Tom. Thanks for letting us uh, call in. Hey, have a great day. That's Chris Cox with the uh, Heart of Texas Social Club. And, uh, it, it, you know, it, if you want to go have some fun, just hang out on a Friday night or a Saturday night, there you go. I mean, a lot of people hold poker things, right? Mm -hmm. So here's your opportunity to go out, gather some friends, go over there and make a night of it. It should be fun. And if you've seen the building, I, I think I know exactly where he's talking about. And if you've seen that building, it's a beautiful new situation. So, uh, you know, a lot of times you, you get mm -hmm. in your mind, oh, it's going to be one. No, this is a this is a really neat place, really cool place. I guarantee you it is. So should be a lot of fun for folks. You want to go have some fun? There you go. Right there. The uh, Heart of Texas Social Club. It is a 425. We're 25 after four here on a beautiful Monday afternoon. As the uh, now, what did you, did you get in? I mean, you got kiddos, but I know that you, you the family's been under mm -hmm. the weather. What were we able to do yesterday? Come on now, give me your give me your so because I didn't see any pictures on 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 Facebook or anything of the of the Ross family <laughs> out there doing you know. No, so my, my daughter was really looking forward to this. Like she was, she saw the day before that the forecast and she come in and she was like, it's going to snow tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, be patient. I don't know yet. So <laughs> she gets up and she's looking outside and it's just rain and she's disappointed. I'm like, it's all right, baby. And then about two hours later, it started snowing and she was super excited. Her and the dog go out. I try to take my son and he's a little apprehensive at first. So they go out and play. And then my son wants to go a little bit later and get him out there. And, man, it was a snowball fight, and the dog loved it. We all had a blast. We, we don't know when this is ever going to happen no. again, you know. So, yeah, no, my, my daughter, uh, you know, is a, a senior at the University mm -hmm. of Arkansas. She was set to go back to Fayetteville on Sunday, and we got to look at the weather forecast, and I said, you know, it's you know, it's not going to snow. Right. Come on, it's not going to snow. But you better go ahead and go anyway. And she did. She got up Saturday morning and left. And then when she saw the pictures, <laughs> but she, she was mad at well, you. She was. She wanted to be back here playing in it. I'm like, well, no, you you did the right thing by by getting on the road. Well, she's probably going to see snow being up in Arkansas. Well, you would think, you know, that they get an opportunity right. or two more than we do in Waco, but. There you go. Uh, but they better get it done in a hurry because yeah. she's out of there in May. Uh, it is a 427, 27 after four. But I didn't I – I kept looking for the Ross family pictures where you're, you know, out there what, making snow angels. I could see Garrett out there making a snow angel right now. I mean, it just getting after it. But I, I didn't – and I saw everybody else's on Facebook because everybody decided to, you know, let me know that it was snowing. I mean, I don't know if you saw that on, on social media, but everybody decided to say, hey, look, it's snowing. I, I, I get it. I got a window, mm -hmm. too. But I kept looking for those snow angel pictures of Garrett Ross and didn't. <laughs> I could just see you out there in the middle of, of uh, Old Road uh, just do it, just getting after it, but that didn't happen. No, I, I'm, not a, I'm not real big on pictures. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really post much on social media. Well, let me tell you something, partner. This old boy didn't even go outside. Really? Well, I, I I mean, I would walk outside and look around, but as far as doing anything or getting out and play, no, I didn't want to mess up my yard. My yard was perfectly white, front oh, and back, Lord. and I wasn't <laughs> messing it up. 28 after 4, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Game Time from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Recently on the John Moore Show. 
Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Foundation. New show, new hour, you know, first time in the 2 p.m. hour in several years. So I wanted to have a big boffo guest, you know, first time in the 2 p.m. hour. And instead you got me. Well, yeah, I couldn't get anybody, but I'm glad that you were available. So thank you The John Morris Show, 2 to 3 p.m., weekdays here on ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Are your office surfaces covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety of your employees? Does your office point of entry use a state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures? Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services? No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, and Sean Hunt. 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Tuesday's game between number two Baylor men and West Virginia has been postponed in accordance to Big 12 interruption guidelines. Baylor's next game is at 3 p.m. Saturday in Lubbock against the 18th ranked Red Raiders. The Lady Bears game with Kansas on Wednesday has also been postponed. 
The 5A and 6A football state championships are set. Friday at 1 p.m. in 5A D2, Alito will face Crosby, followed by 5A D1 championship at 7 p.m. between Denton Ryan and Cedar Park. On Saturday at 1 p.m., Katie and Cedar Hill will play for the 6A D2 title, followed by the Dodge Bowl at 7 p.m. as South Lake Carroll and Austin Westlake play for the 6A D1 championship. All games will take place at AT&T Stadium and can be watched on Fox Sports Southwest. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Four thirty-two. Tom and Garrett. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Game time brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Joined right now on the CNC Collision Center line by C.J. Lanehart from Parkview Christian. C.J., how you doing, man? So, I'll have you on. I saw over the weekend that you made the commitment to go play over at A&M Commerce. What was your recruiting process like? I know a lot of kids, it's been difficult over the season with all the outside factors. But for you in specific, and talking about from a six-man level, how what's it been like and, and how nice is it to have Coach Hayes uh, out there promoting you? Oh, Coach Hayes is amazing. He has uh, been pushing my name out there since day one, and he has been one of the main guys that has always believed in me on the field. He said, just go do you, man, and just go lead, try to lead this team to a state title. Yet we fell short of that goal, but that was the main goal the whole time, and whatever came with that came with it. So you're offered by A&M Commerce, and uh, one of the people that offered you was Coach Peyton Pardee, his, the grandson of legendary coach Jack Pardee. Do you think the success that his granddad had playing six-man football at Cristobal helped with your recruitment to uh, A&M Commerce? I believe it helped a little bit, but what uh, Coach Pardee was telling me, he said uh, it doesn't matter where, where you play or like what six-man, eight-man, nine-man, or 11-man ball you play. He said if you can play football, you can play football at the end of the day. And you had offers from McPherson, Aurora, Angelo State. You even had a PWO from Baylor. What separated A&M Commerce from those other programs? Well, recently I just took a visit to A&M Commerce, and uh, they had a great football program, great academics, and I just connected with all the coaching staff really well over there. Their schools overall are just amazing, and uh, I feel like they can just really grow me spiritually, mentally, and athletically out there. So what area of your game do you think needs the most improvement uh, before you start playing collegiate football? Um, I think I have a lot to learn all overall around. I've been playing six-man football for a while. I have a little bit of knowledge about 11-man, and I think just getting to know the game more will help me improve, but overall a lot to learn. I know you had a lot of success at different positions. What position are they looking at? Are they going to try to bring you in as a tight end, or, or what are your expectations there? I'm willing to play any position, but the position I'm going for is tight end. Hey, CJ, uh, this is Tom Barfield, and we're, we're uh, very proud of you and excited for you. Talk a little bit about what you were just talking about a couple of seconds ago. I mean, at the end of the day, this is about blocking, tackling, and, and you know, and, and those type of things. Football, at the end of the day, is football, right? Yes, sir. So when you're, when you're going into this, we all know that it's about, you know, you're there on a scholarship, but what are you looking to get into as far as your degree plan? Where are you wanting to focus in the classroom? I'm going to be uh, trying to major in kinesiology. I'm wanting to go be a head football coach, but also to fall back on, I want to be a game warden too. Oh, that's not a bad gig right there. 
So when you're looking up and you're growing up and you're playing the game, who has had the biggest impact on you, whether it be on the field or off the field? Um, I believe my dad, uh, mostly he has always been back there. He, uh, tell me you, to be the best. You got to practice. You got to work every day. No matter, no matter what, there's always a kid going to be working harder than you. So you got to get out there and go get after it. If you want your dreams to come true. I know a lot of kids have the opportunity if they want to enroll early or not. Is that something you've considered or when do you expect to be on campus up there? I expect to be in there in the fall. In the fall? In August. Yes, sir. Hey, CJ, again, congratulations. Uh, this should be a lot of fun. We're excited for you and wish you the very, very best. Yes, sir. Thank you all. Hey, have a great day. The CJ Lanehart from Parkview Christian going to make the transition, not only six-man football, but private school mm-hmm. six-man football to 11-man college football. Huge, huge, huge jump. But it, it sounds like this young man can make that move. No, he really can. And, and I thought it was really impressive uh, about his relationship with uh, Coach Hayes. Uh, he, he really does a good job of promoting that program because, like you're saying, a lot of these six-man schools, they don't get the the attention that the bigger schools get. And Coach Hayes is one of those guys in particular who does a really good job of promoting the Pacers program. All right, 437, 23 now away from five. So, I, I mean, I, I know that you guys have had some issues uh, health-wise, and I know that you didn't do a snow angel like your, your family mm-hmm. wanted you to. Are you going to have a little family watch party tonight? I, I might. I, I don't think we're we're just going to sit there and watch the game. But my wife is an Alabama fan, so it's she is. Yeah, she's an Alabama fan. My son and y'all talk is. to each other because you're an LSU fan. There's been times where we made an agreement <laughs> to not talk uh, during the game. Um, you know, just kind of let that be. But most of the time, I found myself on the losing end. You know, I finally right, was able to right. sneak one in last year. But you know, it, it's it's um it's interesting to say the least. Yeah. Did you um. Did you get a chance to watch some of the NFL playoff games? Yeah, I watched some. I, I thought the the best game to me over the weekend was the Bills and um, – uh, I'm going blank. Anyway, the Bills game, I, I thought that was really impressive uh, to see what they were able to do and watch Josh Allen cut it loose. Uh, it, it was <laughs> – yeah. There was a couple of games that you – I mean, you just looked and went, hmm, that's interesting. Uh, last night – Last night, the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game. I, 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 you, you could have. We could have sat here for three days talking about that game, and no, there was no way I was going to believe that the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game was going to go the way it went. Did you? I mean, there was more turnovers on the part of the Pittsburgh Steelers, but you know what? The Cleveland Browns had to take advantage of those opportunities, and they did. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh finishes the season losing five of six after starting eleven and zero. There's problems within that program that they've got to go fix. No, there really is, and you got to wonder how much longer uh, they can rely on Big Ben. You know, it, that could have been his last game. We don't know how he's going to. Fifty six attempts. I, I know. Who throws it fifty six times in a playoff game? Well, I mean, I think that's probably more common now with with how the game is shaping up. But it, when you have a receiver like Juju, which they essentially took him out of the game, so I, and you when you have a running back like Connor, I don't understand why you're throwing the ball that much. But I thought it was really impressive for Cleveland to come out there and um, you know all those circumstances they had to overcome throughout the week, not being able to practice until Friday. Uh, I, I thought it was really great for the city. No, <laughs> and they get the win, they get all those things, and 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 they beat Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I mean. Any other team, it would have been great, right. but it was Pittsburgh for those guys. And, and yeah, and, and you were mentioning Buffalo. Uh, they beat Indianapolis. Yeah, Indy. 
27-24. And really, Indy scored a late touchdown. I mean, Buffalo was pretty much in control of the game. The one that kind of grabbed me from 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 that from yes from the weekend was at I, I flipped over, started watching Tennessee and Baltimore. And Tennessee had grabbed a ten nothing mm-hmm. lead. I went, now, hang on a second. But then here come the Ravens and they get it done twenty to thirteen. So and then the Saints played really yeah. really well. Yeah, they did. We have Todd Meridian on hold. Hey, let's talk to Todd in Meridian. He's on the CNC Collision Center talk lines. Hello, Todd. How are you? Yeah, good afternoon, gentlemen. I'll chime in on that Cleveland game. I was really surprised, you know, that that they pulled it out or or won the game. But I mean, man, they just they settled down and and I mean, they played a. I think they played an offensive lineman, Tom. That heck, I don't think. I think they just met. He just met the team like on a Friday <laughs> or something. But, I mean, I was really proud for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, man, they had their team stolen away from them. They've had years in the desert, and finally they got to drink from the water. But I was really happy for them. But the deal I called in for mostly was, what do you think the odds are, Tom, that the number one draft pick of the Dallas Cowboys is going to be playing in this game? And I'm talking about Sertan for Alabama. I'm telling you, you better be looking defense, and, and yeah, I think you're right, Todd. I mean, that, that's a, that's certainly a possibility. Appreciate your phone call. When the when you look at the Cowboys, Garrett, you have to begin on the defensive side of the football. I mean, you can close your eyes and pick just about anything, and, and you're going to be okay. Secondary linebackers, down front four or front three, whatever the case may be, depending on what they decide to do. You know, right now it's a front three. Uh, but I'm sure they're going back to a front four. But you seriously could pick just about anything on the defensive side of the football and not miss. No, you really could. And I think if you're in a position, if you're Dallas, you have an opportunity to grab a guy like Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State. When you look at Sean Lee, and he really doesn't have much time left. I really wouldn't be surprised oh. you know, if he didn't come back. But it, There's something about Cowboy yeah. linebackers and staying healthy. Exactly. Or, I mean, Jalen Smith. I mean, he hasn't lived up to it as well. So, I think if you can give a guy like Parsons, I think that would help. But and there's right, there's anybody. nobody in the secondary that can play. No. I mean, I mean, you got the rookie, and I think the rookie's okay. But anything else, I mean, you got three spots, I think, that you could you could upgrade. You could upgrade your secondary. You could upgrade uh, your, 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 your line, your defensive line. You can certainly upgrade your linebackers. And, again, you're right. Sean Lee's not going to be around. Uh, Van Der Esch, I mean, he, he didn't stay you, – they just there's something about their backers that they just don't stay healthy. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And, and they're interviewing uh, a, a a potential DC today, right? I mean, th- yeah, it could be done before b- before we go off the air. Maybe. I mean, is that is it that certain in your opinion? I don't know if it's that certain. I, I think so. They're bringing in Dan Quinn, the former head coach of the Falcons, and they're going to interview him. Um, to see if he's able to take over. I think he'd be a great fit. I mean, you have somebody who has head coaching experience um, on the defensive side of the ball as well as with Mike McCarthy. I think it would be really um, good to see what he's able to do with those players. But you're right. How many of those guys do he want to? Uh, does he want to keep? How many mm-hmm. of those guys fit his scheme? How does he approach the draft? It's all things that we need to keep an eye on. But I think it would be interesting to have Dan Quinn and Dallas. And we 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 were talking about the NFL playoffs, and, and you know that's what I love the show because it, we can go seventeen different directions. But you know, uh, I, I wasn't totally surprised that the Rams beat Seattle, and, and I I tell you what I was impressed by. The play of the Washington quarterback. I, I, I'm telling you, 
that guy gave them an opportunity if they could figure out a way to, you know, to get off the field, and they just couldn't. I mean, uh, Brady just ate up that secondary. No, he really did. And going into that, that was the big thing is it, Washington's got, to me, one of the best defensive lines in the, the National Football League, but their secondary is just Ooh. atrocious. Yeah. So you knew coming into that that Brady was going to exploit that. He was able to do it. But Heineke, I mean, he added a spark there to the team. And as I'm watching the game, I'm looking like, why wasn't he a backup somewhere in the league? Do, tell me if I'm crazy, but did he kind of remind you with the way he was able to escape sacks and move around a little bit? Did he kind of remind you of Tony Romo? Uh, I mean, I can see that. I can see how you could draw that comparison. I, I just, I'm real cautious about making comparisons after a short, you know, that's a small no, I, sample I, size. I get it. I get right. it. I was just yeah. saying about the fact that no, he, he was able, he, he was ducking and dodging and, and and escaping out the back door, and I'm like, golly, that kind of reminds me of a young Tony Romo when he first uh, jumped into the forefront. No, you can definitely see that. And my what I took away was I hope they keep him on the roster as a backup because I feel like he's one of those guys that you can't rely on to win you know, consistently throughout a whole season. You don't but think? It, it, I don't. But I think if you need him in a, few, uh, a situational thing like a, a Fitzpatrick or Chase Daniel, somebody who's had success, I think he has a possibility to have a career as a backup. Right, we'll see. Uh, Alec, and who knows where they go with Alex Smith. Right. I mean, so, I mean, I think he will be on that roster. And I, I hope so. And, and, you know, unless they go draft somebody, I mean, he's going to be in the conversation. Again, I thought – and, you know, you had and – and I noticed how the sideline rallied around him. I oh, mean, yeah. when he scored that touchdown, you know, they're pointing the back of his jersey, pointing at his name. You know, if you're a guy that, that they're just renting, they don't do that for you. He, no. he was a part of that football team, and he got to that point in a very short period of time. That's the thing. is It's crazy that he won over the, the locker room he did. that quick. When you look at Haskins, he was just a – oh, I, I, I could go on forever about that guy. But I, I'm well, glad he's they, not there exactly, anymore. Exactly, <laughs> and I'm glad they made that decision. I'm glad Rivera made an example out of him. But it's just crazy that your first-round draft pick – is irrelevant. It can't even, you know, motivate the team. And you bring this guy in for a few weeks, and he's just got the the whole camaraderie from the team behind him. I, it's really impressive. To me, he had the entire package. I mean, he was a great teammate. They loved him. He played well. Uh, you know, he's got still got a long way to go. He's got a lot of things to learn. But man, uh, you know, he was just just a few weeks ago. He was trying to get a degree. And, exactly. You know, so so now he's he's guiding his his team in the playoffs. So uh, it, you, you never know. I mean, and you're right. I mean, you got guys that are that are uh, big time D one college mm -hmm. guys and and lead their team to championships and they get a lot of money when they get drafted and just kind of fizzle out and yep. then hear this guy. I mean. Again, I thought he, I thought he played. You know what? They needed a guy. Yeah. And the guy they went and got was pretty darn good. It's a 446, 14 away from five. So here is, here's the lineup for the weekend. And you got four games on tap. You got Los Angeles at Green Bay. Baltimore's at Buffalo. That could be a knockdown drag out. Cleveland at Kansas City. Can they duplicate it? I don't think so. And then the then you got the battle of the uh, of the old veteran quarterbacks. You got Tom Brady and Drew Brees. It's Tampa Bay at New Orleans, and uh, that'll be on Sunday. So that's the NFL lineup. Four forty-seven, thirteen now. Shot five. Tom and Garrett. This is ESPN Central Texas.
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Are your office surfaces covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety of your employees? Does your office point of entry use a state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures? Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services? No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, and Sean Hunt. 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update. Brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com. Tuesday's game between number two Baylor men and West Virginia has been postponed in accordance to Big 12 interruption guidelines. Baylor's next game is at 3 p.m. Saturday in Lubbock against the 18th ranked Red Raiders. The Lady Bears game with Kansas on Wednesday has also been postponed. The 5A and 6A football state championships are set. Friday at 1 p.m. in 5A D2, Alito will face Crosby, followed by 5A D1 championship at 7 p.m. between Denton Ryan and Cedar Park. On Saturday at 1 p.m., Katie and Cedar Hill will play for the 6A D2 title, followed by the Dodge Bowl at 7 p.m. as South Lake Carroll and Austin Westlake play for the 6A D1 championship. All games will take place at AT&T Stadium and can be watched on Fox Sports Southwest. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Four fifty-one. We're not in front of five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Game time brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, and we are going to the talk lines, and we're going to welcome in from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Ben Johnson. Ben, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Hey, we're doing terrific. We appreciate your time. So yesterday, I guess virtually, uh, you guys announced the the coaches. Did you have your draft as well? I mean, when, or when is the draft coming up for the Victory Bowl? We did. That we we announced the coaches, and the draft did happen yesterday, uh, Saturday with the uh, with the radar telling us what was coming. We did call an audible and. Like uh, a lot of things the last 10 months, it became kind of a Zoom or a virtual draft. And so uh, that took place, and uh, the invites are going out to the players uh, today and this, the rest of this week, uh, the ones that were selected in the initial draft. Yeah, that is that is so cool. Ben, first of all, let's walk back a little bit. I remember when this game didn't exist. I mean, when this was something that you were kicking around going, man, I've seen this game done. I want to do this game. Walk us through the process of coming to the the conclusion that hey, I'm we're going to do this, and b what the purpose of the game and and the activities are. Sure, yeah, uh, you know, my wife and I moved to Waco in 2007 uh, to be the director for FCA here in Central Texas, and uh, you know, I, I got to learn the area, ask questions, and get to know coaches like Mark Bell, and Johnny Tusa, and others who've been in our area a long time about how we could best reach these 100 high schools. Um, it was clear that uh, something like the Victory Bowl, all-star base, I'm sorry, all-star football game, uh, we should look at doing. And uh, so I went out to Abilene and learned from Steve Keenum, father of Case Keenum, and a uh, longtime coach out there, now FCA director in Abilene, and um, came back convinced that we had to do this. And had a couple, at least one or two meetings with Bryce Cherry about it because he had written a story about it back in, probably 2008, and um, uh, and so he was super helpful with helping just give his ideas and thoughts and uh, same time a little overwhelmed about all that needed to be done to make it happen. And uh, It seemed like every, everything we tried, God just kind of kept opening the doors for us, uh, helmets and equipment or host homes or meals or a place to play and just all the things that had to fall into place to do it. And um, here we are, uh, year 13. Wow. Uh, and, you know, we, we were talking about it here in the office earlier. Uh, 13 years ago, nobody really knew what, what it was and what it was about. And I think we, I think we actually broadcast the first, that first game here on, on the right, radio. Yeah. And, That's right. And we didn't have a clue what, what we were doing or what, <laughs> what was going to go on. But now it is so cool, Ben, to see guys, they're excited. I mean, genuinely, these coaches, these guys and these gals are genuinely excited to be a part of this thing now. That's the growth of it. Well, I, I'm blessed to get to do. I know you'd say the same thing. What you get to do uh, working with coaches. I mean, I'm a son of a coach, and uh, you know, our our role with FCA is to minister to coaches, serve them, and they're such influential uh, men and women in our community. Uh, and we're blessed to, to have the ones we do here in Central Texas. Uh, and uh, even yesterday, when they're, you know, none, none of them are getting paid extra to do uh, to coach in the Victory Bowl. They volunteer their time. Uh, we try to get different coaches every year 
just so we can try to build a relationship with them and and uh, encourage them, remind them of their purpose and value as influencers, really the key influencers in our society, influencing young men and young women. And um, so uh, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun, and that that's really kind of the joy of, of you know, getting to do it. And kind of the, the sad part about last year not getting to do it is, is not getting that week, and that's kind of why we asked those same coaches from last year to do it again this year. So we, we look at the, 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 uh, the roster and then realize, hey, guess what? This thing has grown so that we're now adding – I mean, we now have – well, we've had it for a while, but I'm talking about as the thing unfolded. You've added volleyball. You've added baseball. You've added softball. There's cheer involved. There's a lot of kids involved in that, in that week in June. That's right, and don't forget the band now. We had about a 75-member band that uh, – uh, Rick Kleine, one of our FCA sponsors, used to be at Conley now at Hillsboro, helps to coordinate, and and uh, I know they wouldn't want to uh, have them forgotten. And uh, it's a it's a lot of juggling, uh, but of course it's not done by one person. So there's a lot of people uh, making it happen and serving, uh, whether that's the baseball and softball events that happen down in Belton, and uh, the, all the host home families that are a part of uh, making it happen too. And so um, it, that's been a unique thing. You know, our, our staff. Uh, when we started this, it was uh, really a, a, a really a staff of one. It was easy to get a staff meeting together. <laughs> <laughs> now we have 14, and uh, and so uh, to be able to, you know, the funds we've been able to generate from it to be able to put back in the staff to serve our coaches and community here in our 12 counties has been a lot of fun to make see happen too. So, uh, what are your dates for your competitions? Okay, so we're hoping to play. We're planning on playing. And last year we played everything but football. Football was a virtual game. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but, you know, Bryce started some nice articles. Sports are back thanks to FCA last year. And, and who would have thought we were, you know, one of the few things that were happening in June, baseball and softball and volleyball. And um, so June the 11th and 12th are the kind of the uh, circle dates. I believe that's a Saturday, I'm sorry, Friday, Saturday um, uh, there in June. Uh, that we'd play baseball, softball that Friday night, and then uh, uh, volleyball and football that Saturday night. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be right. To, the way the school years are ending this year is a little different. Um, they're not synced up with a lot of school districts, and so uh, we may have some conflicts there with some school districts on when graduations are and things. But uh, the longer we go into summer, it's harder and harder with these kids that are seniors that play in the game to get them there. Hey, Ben, uh, first of all, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for everything you do uh, with the FCA, and we wish you uh, and your staff great success, continued success with, with the Victory Bowl from football to, to volleyball, baseball, softball, band, cheer. I mean, you name it, you guys are doing it, and, uh, and, and you're making a, making a mark on our youngsters in, in Central Texas, and we certainly do appreciate you. Hey, thanks, Tom. February 14th, we'll announce the roster, so looking forward to that. All right, so Feb 14 is when we'll get to do that. Sounds good. Ben, appreciate it. We'll have you back to talk about the kiddos when uh, in February. Sounds great. Appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Ben Ben from the FCA, Ben Johnson from the FCA, and I'm telling you, when it, it, it was just a dream, Gary. <laughs> and uh, he goes out to Abilene and checks that out and comes back and says, hey, we, we can do this. We can pull this off and now look at it. I mean, you got guys. Mark Bird is going to be the uh, – from Whitney's going to be mm-hmm. the head coach of the Red football team. Our buddy Brad Talbert from Holland is going to be the head coach of the Blue football team. These guys love doing this. I think Brad has been an assistant mm-hmm. before, and now he's going to be a head hey, – they love it, and, and this is just the football aspect of it. 
these guys are, are, are they're they're diving headfirst into this thing, and, and the kiddos spend a week. They you know they're not a hundred percent sure, mm-hmm. but then when they get to it and they get going, it's a great week for these kids. No doubt, and I think it's also a great opportunity for for these players who might not you know this could be their last time, right? If you want one sure. more chance to to play the sport you love, go out there and do it, and you could you could you can. You're going to meet with players from across the, the counties, across the area, and you can build bonds and friendships that can last a lifetime. No question. Should be a lot of fun. 459, this is ESPN Central Texas. Since studies show more and more people use their mobile devices to conduct banking business, Community Bank & Trust is keeping pace with the latest technology. Both commercial and personal customers can make mobile deposits. With our responsive mobile app, you can complete any banking task right from your phone. With Community Bank and Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. My house has a new glow, I love my windows, universal windows. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. At Genco, getting an auto loan is quick and easy. Whether you're looking to buy a new ride or save money by refinancing an auto loan you already have, Genco members enjoy low rates and flexible terms to fit any budget. Get pre-approved today and know what you qualify for. Call us, go online, or come by a branch in your area for current options and rates. Apply online for membership today. 
Genco FCU. My money, my future, my credit union since 1953. Member NCUA, equal housing lender. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. KRZI Waco. K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Five oh four, drive safely as you uh, wrap up your workday here on a Monday. Tom and Garrett, all right, we are the countdown has begun. We are T minus what uh, an hour and fifty six minutes, an hour and fifty six minutes until kick. It is the uh, national championship game, Alabama and Ohio State, and coming up in uh, just a few minutes, we're going to visit with uh, Caroline Rice from the OZone.net and from the Big Ten Network. She. Uh, covers the uh, Big Ten and covers the Buckeyes for uh, those two fine organizations. We'll talk to her a little bit about uh, the uh, matchup tonight and how she sees it unfolding between uh, Ohio State and Alabama. Also uh, in this 5 o'clock hour, we're going to talk a little bit about the Cowboys and what direction that uh, they are moving in. And we'll begin by talking some NFL football. Uh, Doug Peterson gone from the Eagles, uh, cut loose today. In in what was this, uh, meeting number two, I think, Yeah, Garrett? the second one. So did you think – kind of thought that, hey, why would they have a second meeting if there wasn't some serious conversation about keeping him? No, I w- I'm really not surprised that he's not coming back. When, you, when they played that last game against Washington, all the talk going into it was the relationship, how it's dissolved between him and Carson Wentz. And I think as that game unfolded, and he essentially just threw in the towel for whatever reason. I, you can't justify what he did uh, to me. I think he lost the entire locker room. Uh, he and, had to get that guy that. some snaps. Uh, he never no. heard of that guy, no. but he had to get <laughs> No. You're not buying that? No, you don't do that. It, you lost, and I think – What? Now, let me ask you this, because I do believe this would have been okay. If he would have announced early in the week, listen, we don't know what we have in – I don't even remember the guy's name. And we're out of it. And so, at some point in the third quarter, we're going to get him eight to ten snaps, maybe two or three series. Yeah, maybe, but don't just when you have momentum, pull out Jalen Hurts and throw this well, guy in. First of all, he didn't tell anybody. He apparently told the quarterbacks, and that's it. And secondly, he does it in the fourth quarter when you actually got a chance to win the game. It was, it, it was bizarre. It, it was unjustifiable, honestly. And you can't. And I think that's ultimately what cost him his job because. You weren't. He wasn't going back into that locker room and selling anything to those guys anymore. Everybody was done with him. Now it's going to be interesting to see is how does that carry over into his job search? Are people going to look at it and say, "Well, you kind of gave up here. Are you going to do that the same thing with our franchise?" Let's don't forget he's won a lot of football games and he's won something called a Super Bowl. Yeah, but that that's he, that, he's was done that a it. fluke? Well. If you're going to say that's a fluke, then you got to say losing. So, I mean, you are what you are, and and I, what happened this season it, a little bizarre. In your and I agree with you, but he has put together and orchestrated 
some some fine football teams and 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 a championship. I mean, you cannot take that away from him. I mean, that's on the resume. I want a Super Bowl. <laughs> right, and I get that, but I, it's going to be I just think that it's more about now, right? Everybody's going to look at what you did lately for me and when you're evaluating him, I think you're going to look at the lack of development for Carson Wentz. You're going to look at this game, and I think over that that is going to overshadow that Super Bowl for a lot of people. Well, and, and remember, this is the National Football League. In my opinion, is a recycle. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it is. They, I mean, it's the same dudes. Go, you know, and, and that's why these coordinators, when they finally get to a coordinator spot. Man, I mean, getting from the coordinator position to the head coaching position is, I mean, it's brutal. It's br- because, okay, what do the Cowboys do? Mm-hmm. What I mean, they went and got a guy that has got a Super Bowl on his resume, sat out a year, studied in and studied the football. Remember, I mean, we studied football from mm, analytics and, all, and that. all of that garb, and then they went and hired him. I mean, they didn't go give a, a another guy an opportunity. They didn't say, let's go find – a superb coordinator let's go find a new guy let's Mm. go find some that's not what they do in that league it just doesn't appear anyway and and i know that there there's a lot of coordinators that are trying to get uh that are trying to get uh, you know interviews and if they get interviews garrett a lot of them are just token interviews i mean it's it's just a cup of coffee it really is and i think you're seeing that also i think like when you look at the rooney rule i think it was a really great idea but i think it's kind of it's kind of falling apart and people are taking advantage of it because when you look at Marvin Lewis, for instance, he, he was a guy they, that Dallas brought in just so they could say they abided by that. And then the jets, I feel like just did the exact same thing with him. And it's, there's a lot of things, but you're right. They're going to recycle these guys for whatever reason. And I don't get that because you know, what you're expected out of them <laughs> you've seen their movie. I yeah. mean, now, and I know that there's in, in some situations, uh, you just can't go hire a guy that doesn't have experience. I mean, you know, there's a lot, a lot of situations that are like that. But in, 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 then there's others where you certainly can. And when it comes to the Rooney Rule, by the way, the Rooney Rule or any rule like that is only going to work if everybody buys in. If you're just doing it to appease somebody, it's never going to work. If you're doing it because, hey, this is the right thing to do, let's seriously talk mm-hmm. to these people. Let's seriously consider these folks. Then it then it's a rule that can work and it makes sense. But you're not seeing that. And I think what's going to end up happening is you're going to see these guys who have gone through this process like on multiple occasions. Once they get a call to come interview, why the hell would you go and interview anymore? Unless you honestly felt like you had a chance. Mm-hmm. See, you mentioned Marvin Lewis. I think he'll coach again in the NFL. I hope he does. I think, because I think he's part of that. Here we go. I right. mean, you know, what he did at Cincinnati was, you know, I think it. I think it justifies him getting another opportunity someplace oh, no else. I mean, and, and there's guys like that. Herm Edwards. I mean, look. I mean, I know he's down at the collegiate level, but look what Herm Edwards has done in a couple of years with uh, with that program and, and, at Arizona State. I mean, you you just don't know uh, until you talk to these people. But you got to go into the conversation. And I don't care who you're interviewing. It doesn't matter who. You, if, if you're not serious about mm-hmm. the interview then why in the world would you do it? Uh, that's a very good point. And it is official now. Dan Quinn is the next 
Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. Done. I see. I I had a funny feeling when this thing was moving way too yeah. fast. And it's almost like it was a done deal before he ever got here. Right. You bring him in just to make sure that everything dot the I's and yep. cross the T's. This thing was done, wasn't it? No, it really feels like that. It, it just, you know, it's, I guess, why wait? If, if you know your guy. If this is your guy. Go for it. And I'm interested to see the the process. That had to, were they meeting over Zoom? You know, were they familiar with his work from his time at Atlanta? I think he mm-hmm. was, because he was the He's defensive coordinator for the, the Seahawks before he went to the Falcons. So, I mean, do you go back and watch that and you see those defenses? Uh, but it's it's good for him to get that opportunity. I'm interested to see what he's able to bring to Dallas. So, we uh, we have a new D.C. in Dallas. It's Dan Quinn. And uh, there you go. 5-12, 12 minutes after 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We could see some areas of freezing fog develop overnight and tomorrow morning. Freezing fog is when fog on the ground is touching areas and surfaces that are below freezing. So freezing on contact, black ice, slippery spots on bridges and overpasses. Definitely likely early in the morning on Tuesday. We'll drop to 26 degrees. And then as we start the day on Tuesday, watch out again for black ice and that freezing fog across our area. Otherwise, we'll see partly to uh, mostly cloudy skies. 50 degrees the high and then mostly sunny on Wednesday with a high of 57. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The Poker Room inside the Heart of Texas Social Club, where poker means everything. Play Texas Hold'em, Omaha, and more. There are daily tournaments, too. The Hot Social Club, 6500 Woodway Drive, Suite 200. Since studies show more and more people use their mobile devices to conduct banking business, Community Bank & Trust is keeping pace with the latest technology. Both commercial and personal customers can make mobile deposits. With our responsive mobile app, you can complete any banking task right from your phone. With Community Bank and Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. My house has a new Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. 
What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. The Poker Room inside the Heart of Texas Social Club, where poker means everything. Play Texas Hold'em, Omaha, and more. There are daily tournaments, too. The Hot Social Club, 6500 Woodway Drive, Suite 200. About an hour and 44 minutes until kickoff for somewhere in that neighborhood. Hey, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. You're... Your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, and we're inside the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Tom Barfield, Garrett Ross, and we're glad you're alongside as we welcome into the program Caroline Rice from TheOzone.net and the Big Ten Network. Caroline, good afternoon, and, man, we do appreciate your time. Hi there. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Let's start with the big question, I think. You know, we can do X's and O's and all that, but (laughs) I think we got to begin with the health of the Buckeyes. Can you kind of get us up to speed on, first of all, on Justin Fields and and then on the COVID situation? Yeah, well, we know Justin Fields, uh, he's actually in better condition than what we initially thought after uh, the game, after the Sugar Bowl. You could hear him uh, grunting as he was sitting down in the chair to talk to us post-game. But we do know that uh, no broken, no cracked ribs. From what I hear, it's just uh, severe bruising. But uh, I don't know how much of a role it's going to play. Maybe uh, plays called limiting him running the ball. Uh, not as much practice. I know he didn't start practicing until Thursday, but I'm not sure how much it'll impact his ability. I'm sure it will play a role. Um, but I think what we saw him against Clemson, we saw the Justin Fields we thought we were going to see, and I think he'll be okay. As far as the COVID situation, we still don't have any update on the number of guys that are missing for Ohio State. But what we do know is that backup running back Mayan Williams uh, will be out, and also kicker Blake Hobbiel just announced that he will be missing the game due to COVID. So, Still not sure of an exact number, uh, but obviously it's going to be significant. You hope that guys who were missing last week will come back, but um, not sure any will be missing for Ohio State. Caroline, the game against Clemson, obviously that was a uh, terrific performance from the Buckeyes. It it was almost like they played at another level. Uh, Did you get that same sense? I did. I did. Exactly. That's another level of play. And, you know, I I think as much as teams shy away from the outside noise, I think Ohio State really embraced that. And I think, you know, they heard what people were saying. They heard uh, Dabo Sweeney's rankings, and this was exactly where they wanted to be. They wanted a chance to compete for a national championship and play against that Clemson team. And everything they did leading up to that point was to be able to be in that game and compete against a team like that. And I think what we saw... Ohio State team and I think they feel the same way get the same vibe from them 
uh, coming into this game, but it really reminded me a lot of that 2014-2015 national championship team. I mean, just the edge, the underdog mentality, and everything they had to go through to get to that point. Uh, I think you saw everything that was leading up to that on the field against Clemson. Caroline, when you look at Justin Fields, did he silence the critics with that performance against Clemson, or is it going to take a national championship to put that to rest? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I think in his mind, you know, he would probably say a national championship, right? I mean, that's obviously his goal, but all the talk coming into that game was Trevor Lawrence. Everyone says he's going to go number Mm -hmm. one, and Justin Fields really kind of fell out of the conversation after that Northwestern game, and uh, that hurt him. I mean, you could tell it affected him and his confidence, and I know he and Coach Day had some, you know, real conversations about that, and he decided to turn things around, and I think, again, you saw the Justin Fields that you thought you, you could see from him in that game. And as far as silencing, you know, I don't know. Again, I think he still has that chip on his shoulder like he has something to prove. But uh, I think that performance was just the, the, one of the greatest versions of Justin Fields that we've seen. And, again, part of that was the anger that he had knowing if, that he can do better than the performance he had against Northwestern. He knew it was going to have to take better than that to, to beat a team like Clemson and to get his team to this point. Talking with Caroline Rice of the Ozone.net and Big Ten Network. Caroline, how poetic would it be if Ohio State won the national championship when most people didn't even think they should be in the college football playoff? (laughs) Yeah, you know, Ryan Day says it all the time that this team has opportunity to write one of the greatest stories in all of college football, and I really think that they do. And as far as, you know, they try and not to look at it right now because they have to win this game for that to happen. They still have to write that last part. Um, But you think about everything that this team has gone through. I mean, just the way that they ended their season last year, uh, it really stuck with them. I mean, that was in the facility all throughout the year. And and this was, you know, kind of their goal to get back to this point. But then to have uh, to get back to this point again, it it is it is amazing. But, you know, from having a season uh, to not having a season, um, then to having a season again. And Ohio State was a big part of why the Big Ten decided to, you know, change their decision and have a season after all to the social justice issues the players stood up for over the summer, uh, three games being canceled to COVID, dealing with their own COVID issues, uh, and losing the Michigan game. I mean, not having that game is huge. I mean, that's, you know, that's everything to this program. So, and then, and then they get to that, that point, and it's, it's all the talk about they don't deserve to be in it. People don't want them in because of the number of games they play. There's no way, you know, they have what it takes to beat a team uh, like Clemson or like Alabama. Um, you know, they listen to that. But throughout everything, to get back to this point, uh, it is pretty amazing. It's a great story for sure. Caroline, uh, Alabama has offensive weapons. Ohio State has yeah. offensive weapons. Bama's averaging nearly 50 points a game, uh, second yeah. in the country. And, and Ohio State's, what, uh, five in the country and scoring a little over 43 points. Is this an offensive shootout tonight? Are we going to see a bunch of trips to the end zone tonight? You know, I, I do think that we are, but I think what comes down to winning the game is going to be the defense because I think by far this is the best offense that Ohio State has faced. I mean, Alabama has, like you said, averaging 50 you know points per game. They have one of the best group of receivers in the country, Najee Harris. Um, and Ohio State's secondary has been tested. And, you know, Ohio State's defense is really built to – to stop the run. They did that really successfully against Clemson, and uh, that was a big part of why they won the game. But Ohio State's secondary, you know, that, that's going to be the matchup to look for. I really did think that they stood out in the last game. And, uh, you know, Sean Wade obviously is a guy that everyone's talking about, the Devontae Smith and uh, Sean Wade matchup, you know, but he did switch positions, and I know he's received a lot of criticism, but uh, the, the top two offenses, again, but I think that the game is going to be won on defense either way. Can you talk about the big play threat that Trey Sermon has added to this Buckeyes offense? 
Listen, I, you know, I don't even know what to say. I don't think anybody ever expected this from him. And Coach Day even said that he didn't expect this from a guy coming off of an injury, uh, you know, transitioning into a new conference with such little time, not being able to get into a rhythm, uh, splitting time early with Master Teague. And then the number of times they also had to switch the offensive line out due to COVID um, and not being able to establish chemistry there. And then, you know, to do what he's doing 500 plus last two games, uh, very Ezekiel Elliott-like that postseason run, reminding me again of that 2014-2015 team. But he does such a good job of finding holes, really hard runner. Um, and I think against Michigan State, we kind of saw a glimpse of what he could do. But, you know, I never thought in such few games that uh, he'd be breaking Ohio State all-time records. He definitely uh, adds that Ohio State offense. And, you know, I thought early on that uh, if Ohio State didn't have an established run game, that there's really no way they would they would get to this point. They need that balance. And, you know, then, then came Trey Thornman with 300-plus yards in the Big Ten Championship, and um, and that took over. So, obviously, adds a whole other level to Ohio State's offense that I think is needed. So how excited were all the uh, Buckeye Nation when Jim Harbaugh got that contract extension at Michigan? You know what? I think that is so funny because, yeah, obviously Ohio State Buckeye fans were very happy to see that. Uh, I think they are feeling very confident going into these next five matchups with Michigan again. <laughs> Definitely all the talk here. All the <laughs> All right, Caroline, we, we know you're busy. We know you got to get ready for the, for the ball game. Tell us what we can check out on the ozone.net. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we do have a guy there covering it, but uh, Ohio State, just all coverage. We do cover basketball as well, um, and I'll be doing post-game interviews following the game. So I'll have a lot of good information, a lot of uh, notebooks and quote books uh, following the game. So definitely check us out. I appreciate that. Hey, Caroline, thanks so much, and uh, enjoy the game tonight. Thank you so much. You too. Appreciate it. It's Caroline Rice from the ozone.net and the big 10 network. <laughs> that was, that was funny. She said, yeah, the uh, next five years. <laughs> yeah. So I saw that and I'm like, dude, that everybody up there has to be excited. I got to get her pulse of Buckeye nation with that contract extension. There you go. Hey, uh, let's talk a second about pioneer steel and pipe. They've been serving central Texas since 1943 pioneer steel and pipe has had the same ownership, same family operated business covering four generations, which in today's business environment is just a rarity. You know, at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is simple, and that is to make their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. Pretty simple, but uh, man, it certainly is important. And uh, they are Central Texas's largest structural steel pipe and metal building component distributor. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. And you know, if you're building a metal building or you're building a barnuminium and don't know how to get started simple first call is to pioneer steel and pipe and they'll help you find the best contractor for the project they service the largest selection of metal building contractors in all of central texas and uh, you can uh, you can reach out to them and uh, and they'll be more than happy to help you there. Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They're located at 913 South Loop Drive at Orchard Lane. Also down in Bryan. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5. Half a day on Saturday, 8 till noon. And they're always open when you check them out online 24-7 at Pioneer, pioneerboys.com. This is the Baylor Sports Beat. A daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday afternoon. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball remains undefeated on the season with a win in Fort Worth on Saturday. 
Now they'll have to pause until they play again this Saturday in Lubbock. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sportsbeat. There's only one Motor Trend Truck of the Year. It's Ram from Allen Samuels. Now, kick off the new year with remarkable savings on new Rams during the Allen Samuels Start Something New Sales event. This special New Year's event is underway right now, and you can save thousands on new Rams. Ram, for your family, farm, or business at Waco's most trusted dealer, Allen Samuels. Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. These are unprecedented times, and they call us to care for each other in extraordinary ways. Help stop the spread of COVID-19 by following these precautions. Wear a face covering. Maintain social distance. Know and monitor the symptoms and stay home if you're sick. Let's put family first and sick COVID-19 together. Sick'em Bears. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat with the Texas Coast Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, Baylor basketball back from Fort Worth where they knocked off TCU 67-49 on Saturday. The Bears led by Jared Butler in the game with 28 points a season high. Also eight rebounds, four assists, and five steals to go along with his 28 points. Now the news today that the Baylor-West Virginia game scheduled for tomorrow night in the Farrell Center has been postponed due to a COVID situation on the West Virginia basketball roster. Jared Butler, one of the veteran guards on this Baylor team, says they'll go with the flow and be ready to play Saturday in Lubbock against Texas Tech. Uh, I think we really pride ourselves on uh, just being thankful in the situation that we have. Um, being thankful just we're able to play and, um, you know, compete in the Big 12 and play on national television. Like, you know, we, we always we always want to go back to that. And um, in those moments where, like, Coach Drew, we just, we just try to make sure that we, we love each other in those moments. And I think those are the moments when we play our best is when we're, you know, connected and we're, we're thinking about each other and not just, you know, the, the pressure of the game. That's Baylor guard Jared Butler, the Bears next in action Saturday in Lubbock against Texas Tech. On the air at 2.30, tip off at 3 here on ESPN Central Texas. While the Lady Bears have had their next scheduled game postponed as well, they were scheduled to play in Lawrence against KU on Wednesday. That game has been postponed. The Lady Bears will now be in action next this Saturday at home against Iowa State. It's a 7 p.m. tip-off Saturday evening in the Farrell Center. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Back with more game time with Tom Barfield and Garrett Ross here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Foundation. New show, new hour, you know, first time in the 2 p.m. hour in several years. So I wanted to have a big boffo guest, you know, first time in the 2 p.m. hour. 
And, and instead, you got me. Well, yeah, I couldn't get anybody, <laughs> but I'm glad that you were available. So thank the you. The John Morris Show, two to three p.m. weekdays here on ESPN Central Texas. With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. At Genco, getting an auto loan is quick and easy. Whether you're looking to buy a new ride or save money by refinancing an auto loan you already have, Genco members enjoy low rates and flexible terms to fit any budget. Get pre-approved today and know what you qualify for. Call us, go online, or come by a branch in your area for current options and rates. Apply online for membership today. Genco FCU, my money, my future, my credit union since 1953. Member NCUA, equal housing lender. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Tuesday's game between number two Baylor men and West Virginia has been postponed in accordance to Big 12 interruption guidelines. Baylor's next game is at 3 p.m. Saturday in Lubbock against the 18th ranked Red Raiders. The Lady Bears game with Kansas on Wednesday has also been postponed. The 5A and 6A football state championships are set. Friday at 1 p.m. in 5A D2, Alito will face Crosby, followed by 5A D1 championship at 7 p.m. between Denton Ryan and Cedar Park. On Saturday at 1 p.m., Katie and Cedar Hill will play for the 6A D2 title, followed by the Dodge Bowl at 7 p.m. as South Lake Carroll and Austin Westlake play for the 6A D1 championship. All games will take place at AT&T Stadium and can be watched on Fox Sports Southwest. Sports Center. Every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Five thirty-three, Tom and Garrett, and we're glad you're with us. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Yesterday. The uh, the uh, College Football Hall of Fame made uh, made a kind of an important announcement for Cowboy fans, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that. So Tony Romo is part of the 2021 class of, for the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, obviously had a great career at Eastern um, Washington before coming up and doing big things for Dallas. But also a part of this class, you got Big 12 ties. Our, uh, Bob Stoops, he made it in as coach. Uh, Darren Sproles, um, uh, from K State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in there. Um, Texas, uh, Kenneth Sims, D tackle from 78 to 81. That would have been Boy, your time. Boy, he could play. I, I don't know Ooh, that guy. Yes, indeed. He's, uh, he could play. So those are your Big 12 guys. But I mean, so, uh, you got a good list here. You got Dan Morgan from Miami, 
Uh, David Fulcher from Arizona State. Harrison Barton, he was an O tackle at North Carolina. Carson Palmer, he, he had a great career at USC. Uh, Kenneth Sims from DT, uh, Texas, like I just said. Uh, CJ Spiller, Clemson, he was really good as well. Uh, and a couple more. So, I mean, it's, it's a it's a great opportunity for those people to get in there and uh, be rewarded for their efforts that they were able to do at the college level. And I think they got it right. I want to say Kenneth Sims played at Grosbeck. Ah, hmm. I need to effort that. Yeah, Grosbeck High School. He's a GOAT. Kenneth Sims. And he could flat play football. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I, yeah I've never, I, like, like I said, that's before my time. You I kids, I swear, you kids got to do your, <laughs> you got to brush up on your history now. Yeah, he, I, I, he's uh, he's from Cosse, Texas, played at Grosbeck, and he's going into the College Football Hall of Fame. That is, that's a cool thing, you know. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to, to those guys. And, yeah, you were going through that list. That list, man, you could, you, uh, you could build yourself a coaching staff and, and a football team with that list there, Garrett. I mean, oh, yeah. that was impressive. No, it really is. And I think that, they, like I said, they got it right. It, it, it's it, I, like watching Stoops. I, I couldn't stand Stoops. But now that he's out of the game, I kind of respect what he's done it, when you look back on it. So I, I think it's good for him. Uh, another coach that got in is Rudy Hubbard from Florida A&M. Uh, he was coached there from 74 to 85. So those are your two coaches. But it's a solid list. All right, so congratulations to all of those coaches and players. That is uh, that is a neat thing, and and uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun to, for the, for that class. Five thirty six, twenty four away from six. The Cowboys, if you uh, just joined us, have announced that uh, Dan Quinn will be the next defensive coordinator. And, and Garrett, it's a simple question, and I don't know that we'll know the answer until mm-hmm. next fall. But did the Cowboys get it right? I mean, listen, wh- how many did they interview? I don't know. Uh, honestly, they I, I know they had a couple, but I don't know how many they actually interviewed. It wasn't a long list, and this didn't take long. It, 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 so, I mean, I kind of think they had this on their mind. So, it, it, yeah, they had – it was – they interviewed – looks like two other people, but Dan Quinn obviously sold them. And, and I think it's rightfully so. When you go back and look at those defenses that he had out there in Seattle, I mean, it was – phenomenal and then he the first year that he was with um the falcons it was their defense that led them to that super bowl unfortunately you know we all know what happened Woo. after halftime but hey, you know i think it's a good hire for the cowboys and uh, what was he five games into the year this mm-hmm. year when they cut him loose so uh he he's uh he's been on the sideline ever since but uh he'll be uh he'll be in dallas and he'll start uh he'll start as the dc now the question will be what do they do staff wise i mean do they just get the thing and let him start totally over? You would think that there's going to be a move back to the four-man front. I mean, it's it's pretty clear that that's what he's going to do and he wants to do. And now it's assembling a coaching staff for that particular style of defense. Yeah, it's that. And then it's, it's taking a look at this roster and seeing who's going to be a good fit. And there's a lot of guys, to me, that you might not see back next year because they just didn't put out the, the efforts this year. They just played poor. I, I think you, I wouldn't be surprised if you see some roster moves from the, the Cowboys defense. Let me ask you this. Could a player look bad because the player – could a player look like he wasn't putting out great effort? Could a player look like he doesn't know how to play the game at a high level because he's in a scheme that he doesn't play well in and he doesn't understand? 
I guess you could, but to me, you're professionals at, at, at this level. I think you could see and justify that if that was maybe a, a high well, school level. Well, the reason level I or, say that is because they did look like after they started having some serious, you know, some practices together, right. it looked like they were getting a little better at what they were doing until the last game of the season. Well, I mean, I, I, to, and to me, I feel like they had one good game there where you thought they turned it around. And, then, and again, they're playing bad teams. Yeah, and then after that, it was kind of like, oh, well, reality setting in, and we know what you're going to get. And I just, I, to me, I'm not sold on a lot of the people. I, I think that you're going to see Jalen Smith probably go away. Um, the secondary definitely needs to be revamped. Uh, it's There's just a lot of moving parts, and I think that he's going to clean house. And, and Stretch, all fall, kept talking about setting the edge, setting mm-hmm. the edge, setting the edge. I bet he said it nine million times, and I'm not sure that they ever figured out how to contain and keep and keep people inside, quote, the box, right. and, and get them back inside by setting the edge. They never did it. Nope. They just didn't accomplish that. So we'll see what they do with the roster. We'll see what they do with the coaching staff. But Dan Quinn is now the D.C. of the Dallas Cowboys. And my, and, and you know what? And, and to me, again, I think they moved very quickly on this. Mike McCarthy, you better get this right. Well, that's the thing. It, it, you kind of think that this has been something behind the scenes. Sure, that, that they definitely. Be, in my but, but my thing is, how much insight did McCarthy give? Because that was Nolan. Nolan was his guy, right? Yeah. So I wonder how much how much way he had in on this decision or is this something that's coming strictly from Jerry and Steven and saying, this is the guy we want. You're going to have to adapt and work with mm, it. I, you know, I probably not. I think that obviously they were in concert with it, but I still think you let your head coach make those type of decisions and you, you know, under whatever guidelines or parameters right. you as the owner and general manager and, and what have you set, they probably said, Hey, listen, Mike, Let's get back to doing what we do. And we play an even mm-hmm. man front. We don't play the odd man. We play an even man front. This is what these players know how to do. Uh, let's get back to that. And so Mike McCarthy went out and found the right guy, he believes anyway, that can that can turn that back into what they were previously. And, you know, it wasn't that long ago they were pretty darn good defense. No, it really was. And you're also in a situation here, say it, say it doesn't work out, right? Like McCarthy picked him. Dan Quinn's a head coach. He could possibly slide over, you know, I mean, you never know. You never know, but he didn't exactly slide into uh, into a positive situation in Atlanta. And I know this ain't Atlanta, but still. And, again, there's guys, as you know, at every level, they're good coordinators, mm-hmm. they're good position coaches, but they're just not a head coach right. for whatever reason. And there's so many other moving parts when it comes to the head coaching position. I bet if you sat down right now and talked to Dave Aranda, who's been around football his entire life and and been around head coaches because he's been an assistant coach uh, and a coordinator, I'll bet you he'll say there was 50 things he didn't know he was going to have to do. Oh, no doubt. I promise you. Yeah, and I think that's why you bring the the right people around you and and you kind of – you don't. You got to shift your focus on everything, right? You can't just solely focus on the defense. You're almost a defense. CEO, exactly. You're a CEO of the football program. You've and you've got to have people you trust, people you believe in. And now, and you say, well, there's a lot of head coaches that still call plays. Yeah, they call the plays. 
But are they the one that's in that meeting room all day, every day, putting the game plan together? There's no, no way. They got, they got coordinators for that. Yeah. And, and but you know they and then they meet with their coordinators and decide what they're going to call down and distance wise. And then there's some guys that actually do get in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and but it's somewhere a head coach has to manage his time when it comes to football. And so if they're going to coach and coordinate and all mm-hmm. that, somebody else has got to do some of the other stuff. All right, it's 543. We're 17 shy of six. This is ESPN Central Texas. Today is your chance to make your home more affordable. Let InCommons Bank help you refinance your home and save you thousands of dollars. Now is the time to refinance with historically low rates available. InCommons Bank works with you to make the approval process fast, usually in as little as 24 hours. We make the process quick and easy, often closing in as little as 30 days. Competitive rates, excellent service with local decision making. Visit InCommonsBank.com mortgage or come see me, Regina. InCommons Bank member FDIC, equal housing lender. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about defending your roof against nature's elements. We replace every layer of your roof properly, and that starts with going all the way down to your deck. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. 
that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studio, Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us here on a... What is this? Monday? Yeah, it's a Monday. It's National Championship Monday. It's Bama. It's the Buckeyes. And, man, we uh, we got to give our predictions. We have not given our predictions. So, And remember, these are two prolific offenses. Oh, Alabama, yeah. number two in the country, and Ohio State at number five in the country in scoring. So keep that in mind when you make your pick. I think it's crazy to see how, how things have shifted, right? Because it, it was always about the defenses, and now – I mean, it's wide open offenses across the board in college football, and I, I think this is going to be a really good matchup. I'm still going to roll with the tide. I'm going to take Alabama <laughs> 42 to 35 in a, what's going to be a fantastic ball game. What do you think it is? 42-35 Alabama. 42-35. I do not believe the Buckeyes can get their motor running like they did against Clemson. Fair enough. Bama 49, Ohio State 17. What? 49-17. I think they thump them. Oh, well, I mean, I, I agree with you that they're not going to, I don't think they're going to come out like they did against Clemson. And and I hope that they could get like a fraction of that, but I don't see them just scoring 17 on Bama. We'll see. We'll see. That's why they play. And, and, and again, you know the, what the X factor is? Seriously. What's that? We do not know. And we will not know until the game starts what the COVID factor is when it comes to the Buckeyes. What if they're missing three O linemen? Yeah, that's a point. I, I mean, you don't know. Well, and Caroline mentioned the kicker, right? Yeah. Are you going to be in situations where you need a key? I don't know if it, I got, we probably should ask if it was the field goal kicker, but I guess it is. But, I mean, that's something that you're going to have to keep an eye on. Well, it, there's game. three phases to a game, offense, defense, and special teams. And if they're missing their kicker, whether it's the punter, the yeah. kicker, or whatever, that's part of your, your special teams. I, I just think, you know, and, and you heard, and there was conversations, Garrett, leading up to this week, talking about them, this game getting pushed back right, to the 18th. Right. I, I just keep reading all that stuff. And then they kept saying, no, we got enough players. What, what do you mean, what's we got enough players? Is 11? enough i mean well, i don't know my <laughs> only thing is if they're able to do like that other team from ohio did in these similar circumstances <laughs> uh, you know they could come out i mean uh, the browns were they, looking about it the browns they were missing so many people right they got yeah. one practice missing in, their head coach missing your head coach but you're able to take care of business yeah can ohio state do that i don't think so but I really – I think it would be you cool to see them to pull it off, but I think Bama's got too much for them. Here's what I seriously hope for. I hope for this game to come down to the final series. Right. I, I hope it's – one of them needs a drive and, and needs a score to win the game or something. Yeah. Or somebody needs to make a stand, a defensive stand, something like that. I, I hope it – but, I, man, I'm just telling you, with all this other stuff going on – uh, and, and we don't know, and I know what she said. She said that he's better than what they thought. Right. But until I see him running around and doing his deal, you know. Man, uh, but Alabama's got a tradition of knocking quarterbacks out, especially ones that come in 
a little not 100%. Don't you know that he is a target oh, right absolutely. now for their, for their defense? They're going to throw everything at him. I, I bet they blitz like crazy at the first start because of this game to rattle him. Without him at 75%, can they, can they win the game? No. No. No, it, no. It, 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 it'll be a similar situation to when they play Texas. You knock out Colt McCoy, and that's it. Good night. See you later. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, thanks for playing. Again, so we'll see what their COVID situation – you know, if it's a handful of players, right. then you're okay. But if there's some significant losses when it comes to their football team and, and, and then your quarterback's not 100%, whoo, that could be awfully tough. And I'm also interested to see how Sarkeesian handles things tonight. You know, he's got to be probably emotional knowing that this is his last time there. He's got a big opportunity coming up to take over for Texas. Um, but if you could, if you could add that national championship to that resume, yeah, that's going to make it even see, easier I, to recruit. I think once he gets into the flow of the game, I think he becomes an OC for the mm -hmm. Alabama Crimson Tide and, and, and the they just do their thing. Now, with that said, I, you're right. When he's out there wandering around right now at, at an hour and ten minutes before kickoff, there's yeah. probably a lot of emotions going on. But once that ball's in the air, end over end and all that stuff, he becomes a football coach and they get it done. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Thanks to all of our guests. We'll do it again tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. We'll talk about the championship game, and we'll do it tomorrow at 4 here on ESPN Central Texas.